welcome to the Hand in Hand Show. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcast. This is Tam, your host. So hello everyone and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, a part of Stroke Focus. Today we have Mary Nicholson with us. Mary is the founder of Healings in Motion. She was a successful businesswoman and after suffering a life-altering stroke, her biggest venture became the reclamation of her life. Her journey began with a broken heart after the devastating loss of her newlywed husband to pancreatic cancer. Her mourning was so severe and painful that Mary was hospitalized twice. She could not believe that the love that swept her off her feet was now gone. While grieving, Mary had a brain aneurysm and was rushed to the hospital. There was no siren or any emergency protocol. She was just taken to the hospital, sat in a chair, and told, you're having a bad headache. We were just your taxi, and they left. So, hello, Mary. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's so wonderful to be on your show today. What made you decide to start Healing's Emotion? I had a terrible headache suddenly and uh, basically uh, fell to the ground. I had just met someone, another person who uh, lived nearby, and she had a devastation in her life. Uh, her son uh, had a dopamine problem and, and shot himself, and he was 14 years old. And so she and I would get together once a month, and it happened to be on that day that we were meeting for tea, and it was my turn to host, and we were t- talking, and I suddenly felt this rush to the top, and I asked her to call 911. And shortly after that, paramedics came to pick me up, and I told them I was having the worst headache I had ever had. And uh, they put me in the ambulance. They didn't turn on the siren. And they took me to the hospital and set me in a chair and said, you're just having a bad headache. We were just your taxi, and they left. And at that time, my head was flopping from one side to the next, and other people in emergency started taking turns holding my head up. Uh, Fortunately, I was able to talk to my friend who came later to the hospital and asked her if she could call my doctor. And when she did, she told him what was happening, and he said, Mary, it sounds like Mary's having an aneurysm. And he called the house for them to get me into the back of the hospital to be treated. And 45 minutes later, he called to make sure I was in the back. And still, I wasn't back there. Those were some of the reasons that sparked my desire to bring better stroke care into my community and to educate both paramedics, EMS, the hospitals, and the community about the stroke symptoms and stroke acute care making sure that the hospitals become primary stroke centers, and uh, that was the beginning of Healings in Motion. With Healings in Motion, uh, at this point, what are your goals with that? Well, Healings in Motion is an agency that emanates information, which is what I've always done in my career in broadcasting. And so... The journey has led to another path focused on brain health. The initial mission was to increase fairness and also promote and emphasize stroke care, acute care. 
And now, since all the hospitals in this area, where I am in San Joaquin County and the Central Valley in California, most of the hospitals have now become stroke centers and have trained teams working in acute care. The next step is supporting better discharge assistance to make sure that when people leave the hospital, they get assistance in recovery and so that there is assistance after stroke care, post-discharge care. Yeah, I feel there's a huge need for post-discharge stroke care because even with myself, I mean, I had outpatient therapies, but there was no hey, here's a stroke support group. Hey, maybe you need to call these people. You know, there there was no other help. And everything I've had is just we rely on each other to say, hey, how'd you, you know, handle this? Where'd you go? I agree. Acute care, there is a lot of money to be made. There's in hospital care and then there's therapies and neuropsychologists, neurobehaviorists, and all kinds of other services that are available in the path of recovery based on your insurance, and then it's pretty much done. And then what's next is the issue. Post-discharge care right now has not been a moneymaker, and so the emphasis hasn't been on that. But we realize as survivors, that's really a major part of the recovery process. It's really, in many instances, the beginning of the process of healing. Right. Absolutely. You know, I know some of us stroke survivors aren't able to get services even if they're found due to insurance, ability to pay, you know, whatever. But we, again, don't know about them for years. I've just, over the last few years, started really working on finding resources and using them for myself, and I pass them along to my stroke survivor friends. I agree. And an interesting journey. And prior to my aneurysm, as a child is old, I understood the value of communicating and dis- because that's so empowering. You can make better choices when you have information uh, and when you know where the resources are. And my journey in broadcasting in both television and radio in Los Angeles and then owning a radio station in Sacramento, California, was honoring people by making sure they had information. Now, To me, uh, the beat of the drum is the BN. In the heart, when you come to this wonderful thing called life, it's with the beat of the drum. It's the heart. And when the heart stops, that's it. That's it. And so I thought, well, music is that form of empowerment that you can disseminate information through music. And that's what really got me on this journey of integrating information through entertainment. And that's what I've done. And I really feel like in some instances when there is an issue with the brain and memory, interjecting music in there helps with recall. But I just really was on a path of empowering people through being inter-engaged and, and feeling some sense of 
of self-empowerment through information. Another part of the service that you offer with through Healings in Motion is your STARS support group, which STARS is an acronym for Stroke Thrivers and Recovery Strivers. Tell us about that group, too. I'd love to. Healings in Motion does several different programs, which I'd love to talk about some of them, one of which is STARS Online. STARS Online is bringing people together who have had a stroke, some of whom may not be mobile or whatever circumstances that may be presented won't allow them to get to a support group or in addition to attending a physical support group may online to communicate with others across the country or may just want to broaden their perspective. What is happening right is some people may be used to going to hospitals for connecting with other survivors. And right now with the coronavirus, for example, we've been doing a support group at the hospital, a lunch and learn. Well, we are putting that on hold because the hospital is busy doing what they're doing, but people don't necessarily want to be subjected to being in a hospital environment. So participating in STARS Online allows them to stay connected and get resources and be able to share information online. It's the beginning and also, in many instances, the continuance of recovery and healing. So you also do a caregiver's conference, and really caregivers do act in recovery. Absolutely. As you mentioned, I before I had my aneurysm and ischemic stroke on the operating table, I had been a caregiver to my husband who was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Prior to that, I knew absolutely nothing about taking care of anyone, and I was, in fact, afraid of needles. But I had to buckle down and do what I had to do for the man that I loved. Uh, It's very stressful. It's very lonely. I felt very much trying to make my husband as comfortable as possible. There were very few resources that existed. Where I, And uh, so once my husband passed away, I had the aneurysm and I had to be cared for. And it all taught me a lesson about the fact that many caregivers feel unappreciated, do pretty much the best that they can do, without knowing what to do. And so, who could, I started this conference, and it's something that is a day of appreciation for caregivers to have a pamper parlor, to have speakers, have resources on site, and for them to communicate with one another, provide great food, and just have a wonderful day of celebration for who they are and uh, be able to just get away and feel okay about it. Relieve some of the anxiety and guilt of being able to do that. I actually have a friend who has a 
husband who has pancreatic cancer, and she does come to work, but that's like it. Once she's off, it's home, it's taking care of him. She doesn't feel appreciated, and she's, she's really having a tough time. So, Well, I also want to mention that when you're on medication, oftentimes you say things that you don't really mean, and it's hurtful to the caregiver. And, you know, caregivers have to swallow so much and know that, well, he didn't really mean it or she didn't really mean it and keep going. But how do you keep going? And the caregiver conference is a way to scream, yell, release. And so that's what the caregiver conference is all about. Well, I think it's a wonderful idea. I think every area should have something like this. What do you think are the biggest opportunities for improvement in today's stroke care? Well, we talked a little bit about post-discharge services. That has the greatest potential for hope, new opportunities in healthcare, And I think that that is one of the greatest potentials for, for stroke care right now. With most attention being paid to prevention and acute care, prevention and the acute care is great, but there does need to be more. I think that starting, people are realizing that this is needed. With anything, repetition, frequency, I mean, these are things that, that we know that works in communication. I handled advertising in broadcasting, and when anybody would advertise, we would encourage them to have so many spots for frequency. You've seen a bombardment of ads with political campaigns, and it's because people need to hear a minimum of messages three times for it to even resonate on your mind. The more frequency the message, the more people will start to believe it and understand it and recognize it. And so it gets frustrating sometimes. We get discouraged talking about it. But we have to not give up, not lose hope that post-discharge service providers are out there. We are creating new opportunities. And we need to know that with post-discharge services, it creates opportunities that will allow researchers to draw upon survivors for services that may include the introduction of new products, for research, for other things that are great opportunities to take recovery to another level. I love talking to new people, and if I had not been on this journey uh, with Healings in Motion, I would not have met some of the incredible people that I have had the pleasure of meeting. That is so true. This journey has brought me to do things that I never in my lifetime would have done. Exactly. I wouldn't have met all these people. Number one, we had a stroke, so that unites us. But each one of us has a journey, and it's so different. Each one of us is going to have a different outcome. But, again, keep moving, keep learning, keep trying new things, do new things, reinvent yourself, because this is something that the stroke has allowed us to do. 
Choke is a game changer, and it levels the ground. It just makes us realize that we're all the same. We find a common ground, and that stroke becomes our common ground. And the healing process in supporting one another, it is emotional. And every decision, every sense about who you are, it stems from some emotion. And the emotion that stroke stirs up, the empowerment of being a survivor is a game changer. At least it was for me, and I know some people that I have met whose lives are totally different than mine, and we never would have met or embraced one another, but I tell you, we have bonded and we uh, support one another to the max, and to that extent, stroke, it has been on one note, not something that you've wanted to have, but on another It has become a beautiful experience because I have met some angels and I have, I've developed some friends that will be lifelong. So do you have a message, something that you've learned across this journey that you would like to share with them? Uh, The biggest for the audience is you're not a victim. If you are able to listen to this message, you have survived. Everything is possible. Every connotation that is related to a survivor is positive. Everything that relates to a victim is not. And I hope that you celebrate who you are, not give up, and do something different every day or every time you can. You have to read your body and acknowledge that day or that moment. Feel like experiencing with something is not the right thing for you to do that day. Mary, I want to thank you for being with us today. I truly appreciate it, and I bet we have more that we can always talk about, about your Healing in Motion and your STARS program, and and actually some of the other stuff, your caregiver conference and things like this. So I hope you will come back and visit us again and that we can talk more about these things and uh, what else is going on. I want to say that the agency is called Healings in motion, plural, because it's not just my healing, it's yours and all of our healing too. 